0: Binchas Shlishi, Chapter Twenty Six, Verse Fifty Two, Perik Chavav Pasuk Nun Beis. By Daber Hashem El Moshe Leimer, Hashem speaks to Moshe saying, Pasuk Nun Gimel La Ele to these, to these, those that were just counted, Techalik Ha'aretz, the land, the land of Eretz Yisrael shall be divided Benachlo in an inheritance in accordance with the number of the names that were counted. It says, Rashi, uh, To these the land should be split, divided to, To these, but not to those who are less than 20 years old. As we learned before in Pesik Daled in Perik Chavav mi benesrim shanav amaylo that by double Moshe lozer that they sue as rich kaledas bnei Yisroel mi benesrim shanav amaylo. So the Pesik is saying here la ela to these to the benasim shanav amaylo. So afal pisha bo leklal esrim b'terem chilu karetz. Even though before the distribution of the actual distribution of the land, the dividing of the land, they turned twenty. That. Still, they did not get a portion of the land. Only those who were 20 at this point over here, when they were counting. And there was time uh, from this point that people could have turned 20. They conquered the land for seven years and they divided the land for seven years. So till the time of conquering and dividing, there was plenty of time, plenty of people turned 20. But Lay not Lu Khailik Barats El Elu Shay Sh Mayis Allah only this six hundred thousand and thousand. Now in the Pasiknun Aleph and in Bneyus Bineyisrael it says Shayshme Elef, Shwamayishlesh. So there was another seven hundred and thirty, but Rashi doesn't go into the detail, it just gives you the general six hundred thousand six hundred and one thousand, uh which is uh, but there was the actual another seven hundred and thirty. Uh, these are the people that got the land. If one of these six hundred and one thousand uh, plus the change, as mentioned, would have six sons, so they would only take the portion of their father. They would only get one portion. Um, because the one who was 20 years old at this time whoever was counted here they are the ones that got the portion and we'll see later on exactly how it was uh divided because it wasn't quite yet divided just by these people but it had to go back as we'll see later on um the passage says weiter possible to a tribe that has many uh people he would get a larger. You should increase their inheritance. And a tribe that has less people, you should give less inheritance. Uh, a, each person, uh, according according to his numbers, should be given his inheritance. I mean, it means again that. Um, each person got an inheritance, but the um, according to the numbers of that tribes that's how they would give their inheritance in other words the chunk of the inheritance, the section that went to a certain tribe uh, was given according to the number of those tribes it's a little, I'm trying to figure out exactly what it means each. if could the individual got his individual portion, the um, Fib is goes on the tribes according to the numbers of the tribes how many people the tribes so according to the number of the tribes that's how much he would get we'll see Rashi says Rashi to a tribe that had many uh, people uh, large population they gave a large portion that's Lo'av to a tribe. That's a lot. So, although now we see that the portions weren't equal, which means that the tribes they did not split Eretz Yisrael into twelve equal portions, uh, but because the numbers weren't the same, since each tribe got according to the numbers. So they could not split it just uh, equally because the larger one got a larger part, and the smaller one got a smaller part. So in that case, it seems that it doesn't make uh, sense to throw a lottery because a lottery, if everybody uh, gets the same part, then you throw a lottery. But since they had to divide it into different parts, so each one had to get another size. You're not throwing a lottery over twelve equal pieces. So each one should have gotten the um, a different piece, different part according to their uh, uh, amount of people. Says Rashi, however, although the parts weren't equal, because everything they divided according to the numbers, how many people in the tribe they divided the pieces they did not do it but through a lottery so the lottery still worked with a lottery and and this lottery in other words it wasn't just a lottery that arbitrarily somebody just went and picked out a, uh, a lot for each one that they won by lottery but this was also done by Ruach HaKodesh uh, inspired by uh, by Hashem, as we will see <speaking in> because <Hebrew> like the Moses ambassador kufhaf al based on half that god, the ozar hakayan hay mulubesh be on vitumim that our, the ozar the koyin he was dressed up with the urim vitumim as the uh, garment of the uh, khosh mishpat uh, which the kayan god wears so he had the urim vitumim and he would say, uh, If this uh, tribe comes up in the lottery, uh, So this boundary would go up with him. So now, uh, Elazar was saying uh, things, uh, there is already a predetermined uh, piece of land, a for a certain shevet, There is already uh, a number of a shavit So, he's saying, if this shevet goes up, then this uh, property, this bond should go up with him. Um, now, this was um, not the usual way, I think, that they would ask in the Urim V'tumim, because in here, uh, they, it would light up, and they would they see the answer. They would hear, he says that he was saying, Elazar HaKoyin was saying uh, things biruch HaKodesh, um, he would say, This tribe goes up to And then the tribes were written in 12 pieces. And there were 12 territories, pieces, dividing the land in 12 pieces. Now, those pieces were not equal pieces because they were a seven piece. But those pieces were. Um, um, already pre-designed or predetermined to go uh, which tribe? As we said before, that there were not equal pieces because each tribe should have gotten a different piece, but we didn't give it to them without first Allah saying that this should take place. Uh, um, and then what happens is. Uh, and they mix them in the, uh, mix the place where they keep the, the, uh, the lottery over there, where they have the, the Kalpi, where they, um, mix the, uh, all these notes. The leader of each tribe put his hand inside the Kalpi, uh, and, and he would take, uh, two, uh, two notes, uh, now it doesn't say that there were two separate kalpis. It was one kalpi, and they had twelve tribes and 12, 12 territories in there. And he takes two pieces. It's almost mashma that it's in the same place. Not that one kalpi they had uh, the tribes, and the other kalpi they had the um, the uh, territories. But in one copy so it happens to go. So shame shall So he gets the. Uh, number the, the the note that has the name of his tribe, and the note of the territory that was uh, designed to him. Um, so, this that al Azur had to say, uh, if this tribe goes up, the, the the parts in the tribes that was already predetermined because they had it in the in the in the, in the Psakim they had already. They knew which tribe should get what, but they would just wanted to verify that this is actually uh, the right thing. So, when each one's turn came, Elazar could say before that uh, person. So, what was the Ruch HaKodesh did? Elazar was able to say before the person came up to the Kalpi, saying about that shevet, saying, look, your shevet of uh, Nosif the shevet of Ruben, you take out your shevet, and you will get that territory. And that proved... That and he so happened that he picked two piece, pieces, and one piece was one place said the name of the his uh, tribe, and the other piece said the name of the territory. That was already predetermined, um, and that also so it, it, it came through the goyrel, it came through a lozer. Uh, and the lottery itself. Uh, uh, what does it mean, the lottery itself? The note itself, meaning the uh, the the, the, the Pesach, that's the, girl, the, the, the note itself of the gavul? Unfortunately, would scream by Emir and say, I, the lottery, have come up for that, for the territory of such the Shavit Uh, so, um, um, I don't know. So the again, if it's the pes the gavul ploini then aniha godel alisi le gavul ploini le Shavit ploini, the lottery looks like something different. Aniha Girdle is not the passing that was saying. Maybe godel atzme means the kalpi, Some some there's the lot itself. The the I don't know what means the lot itself. The lot itself would scream out and say. Ani I the lot have come up for the territory of this person uh, I came up this territory for this uh for this person I'm not sure what the Ani was severe so because the possessors says, so it was by the mouth of the girl too so now we have uh it's been predetermined because that was on the psakim it came through the Ruach HaKodesh through a uh, it came through the uh, Lottery and it came also a Pi Um uh, Then Rashi says, The land of Erez Yisroel uh, was not divided by measure, meaning it's not uh, each person got an equal part of land. Because, uh, in other words, it's not the measurement, not everybody, it's not that 611,000 by this amount over here, that they got, uh, the the, the land was divided by 611 pieces, and then each tribe got as much uh, piece of that. Uh, for their uh, property, uh, for, the, for their number of people. Because there is, uh, a boundaries, uh, territories which are more better than others. So sometimes, uh, a smaller area is valued more than a larger, uh, poorer area, which is another. But it went by value. So you divide it by 611 pieces. And, uh, and and the seven the seven hundred and thirty, uh, you violated the 611, 730 equal valued pieces, not equal sized pieces, but equal valued pieces. As an example, base kur raw, you have a base kur bad, which is many saws connected base saw toif. That would be corresponding to one good base saw. Everything went by the money, by the value of the money. So, uh, through, through a lot, you should uh, divide the land, give it to the each one their portion. Um, and this before we said that you gave it. That was the. Uh, logical distribution seems like that they divided each one got the piece but now we want the Goydil to confirm this that the Goydil should be dividing the land as Rashi explained before Matis in by the names of their father's tribes they uh, they inherit Matis in according to the names of their father's tribes they will inherit what does that mean? It says Rashi, uh, the is Matos Avoysum. It was divided by the names of the tribes of their fathers. Uh, it says Rashi, Elu Yets in Mitzrayim. Now we're saying it was divided by those who went out of Mitzrayim. Says the Rashi, Shina Kosv Nachalazu Mikol Anachal Shav Torah. The Torah changed this inheritance different than all other inheritances of the Torah. Shakola Nachlo is for all inheritance hachayim, yershim, asameisim. Always the living, they inherit the dead. Meaning the portions of the dead go to the living and the, 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 the distribution of the assets of the one who died goes to the uh, living. But the khan in this case, in order to determine how much the living get, mesim yershim, asameisim. So the dead would inherit the living, meaning we would determine the portions of the Chayim by going back to the dead. Ketzat. So Rashi explains it. How so? Shnei achim If you had two brothers who went out from Egypt. bonim beboyei They had sons that were coming into the land. Of course, they were twenty years old, as we said before. This is the, this is the key to uh, being able to get the land. So they had to be twenty years old at that time. In so they, they were one of the six hundred and one thousand seven hundred and thirty people that the land was distributed distributed to. So they had sons. Two brothers had some boyah and So one uh, had one son, and the other one had three sons. So. The pasul without this pasuk, one has one son. One had uh, three sons. Uh, the, the land was divided. They were one of the six hundred and one, seven hundred and thirty people. One thousand six hundred one thousand seven hundred thirty people. So each one got one portion of the land of Israel that was divided into six hundred and one portions, seven hundred and thirty. Says no. But over there, what we did was like this. Ha oh, echad. Okay, so what way we worked over there is like this. Ha echad so one son got one portion of that 601, 730. They took three portions of the 601, 730, 61,730. Should be the live out of the land. However, after each one of them got the portion, their portion goes back to their father's father. What does it mean? We're going to give, we're going to look the father's father, their father was from the Yetzirah Mitzrayim. Their father's father is the father of the Yetzirah Mitzrayim. So what happened was, we say, okay, now we have four pieces that belongs to the descendant of that grandfather who had two sons, Who these two sons, one had one son, the other one had three sons. So we're taking back we're taking this whole four pieces, and we're saying that the grandfather who went out, the grandfather of the father, of the, that's the father of those who went out of Mitzrayim, uh, he gets those four portions. And then, what happens? Since that grandfather has two sons, those four portions would be divided equally between the two sons that went out of Mitzrayim, the Yetzirah Mitzrayim. So of these four portions, one son would get two portions, and the other son would get two portions. And then these sons in turn, had one of them had one son, so one son would get two portions. And the other three sons would also get the two portions. So those two portions are because we bring it back, this means, and we bring it back to the grandfather, so the grandfather gives it to the... To the father. And then they divided everything equally. And this is what the says. To the names of the father's tribe they should inherit. After the sons have taken their portions, which means they determined those who are going into Mitzrayim, they're going to Eretz Yisrael, the 601, 700, 1,030, they have determined how many of those portions belong to them, so after they took Chalkuhu, they went back and distributed L'fiyo Avash Yotsu Mitzrayim, based on the fathers who went out of Mitzrayim. ilu Mitkhila Chalkuhu had they divided in the beginning, minyan Yotsu Mitzrayim, to the number of those who went out of Mitzrayim this family that had one and three uh, one brother had one son that went into two years, the other one had three brothers, so had they not divided it by their portions, they wouldn't get four portions then these, people, these four were only get it. they would only get two portions because there were two brothers who went out of Mitzrayim but now they took four portions so the actual portion that belongs to the grandfather was determined by these sons who are going in to Eretz to Eretz Canaan. They are determined how much portions belong to the family. But within the family, how they divided it, they brought it back to the grandfather. It was divided by their fathers. And then these children got their father's portion. Only thing is, it seems... What's the uh, what's the logic uh, behind this? Seems to um, be uh, it seems to be different because uh, if we're dividing it by their pieces, the, their their uh, portions, it seems like that's the deserving. Those who go into Eretz road, that's the portion that determines what the grandfather deserves, and therefore, even though they are not. Uh, uh, they're not going to get by their portion because they're going to go by their father. Still, um, uh, that's the uh, the way we determine what the grandfather uh, belongs to or what belongs to the Yitzhak side The person used the lotion, only Begoidl So it says Yotsu, it means it's an exclusion. So the Yotsu Yeshua of a colleague, this excludes Yeshua and Kalev. These are the two spies who entered to Eretz Yisrael, who were escaped uh, the Gezeira from uh, because they weren't part with the Meraglim, and they remained alive to inherit the land of Eretz Yisrael so they exclude that so the passage says in Shekhtimala that to Kalev, Kalev was given the Moshe so Moshe said to give Kalev Aimer another passage says Yeshua Yutesh uh, so that that is uh, for koliv, you give chevron. The uh, Aimer um, and the other place, Yeshua says, "Api Hashem mm-hmm. nosnu loi esayish hashashol." In the midbar perikadal posuk chov vov, posuk chov dal perikadal posuk dalad, the posik says, "Va'avdi koliv ekev hoyseru chacheres imavay male acharoi." Rav Yosef al Oritz Asher Bosshama, the Zarei Yeshu Yerushenah. Rashi teaches over there that Asher uh, Bosshama Chaver into Noson that Chaver is going to be given to him. So this is the meaning of the pasuk in Shavtimit. The Kolav es Chaver in Kasher Di Ber Moshe because Moshe had promised him Chaver. Now it says in the pasuk that Rashi brings down the uh, Omer Yeshu Yutaz Al Pi Hashem Nosnu Le Esayir Asher that refers to Yeshua, because the Pesach says over there in Pesach Mamtes, So uh, that is with regards to Yeshua. So that's what I says Yeshua V'kollim. You just don't understand why Rashi switches around the order over here, and he starts off Yotsu Yeshua veKoliv, and then he goes to Koliv and Shavti Maliv, and then he goes back to Yeshua, uh, the pasuk that talks about Yeshua. Matos the tribes of their fathers, Yotsu Gedim Vavodim, This excludes converts and slaves that they didn't get a part in the land of Eretz Yisrael. Who's the Gedim v'avodim, uh, uh Talking about. Uh, in the Yetzir Mitzrayim, for example, the Eid of Rav, or the other people, those that were left, the uh, Chered, they were Yetzir Mitzrayim. They should probably be included. When they're counting, when we're counting the Bnei Yisrael, though, we're always talking about Bnei Ruven, Bnei Shimon, Bnei Levi. Uh, so, those people that are not Bnei Ruven, Bnei, not Bnei Shimon, uh, in all the counts, all the um, all these people, all the extra people, the L'Chered, that's the whole ed of Rav is part, not part of all of this number over here, um, and they don't they get counted. And couldn't uh, um, that wouldn't inc- exclude everybody? Based on the uh, girdle by the mouth of the girdle, as Rashi said before the. Uh, the the land the inheritance shall be distributed between the many between the many and the few as i explained what does it mean that the girl again i said what does it mean the girl what is the girl that spoke wasn't um this teaches us that was through Uh the Kach Nemar, Api Hashem. So, uh, that, uh, over here in our Pasek it says Api HaGoiro. It doesn't say anywhere Api Hashem. This is a Pasek in Yeshua, test Pasek Nun that says Api HaShem. It is because the Goiro was speaking. But, um, I don't understand. Rashi said before that the Api HaShem doesn't say the Goiro, Api Aruch HaKodesh, Api a-lazer. But as she teaches here, Pi Hashem, that the girl is the Pi Hashem uh, that it was talking about, that it was talking about, that he mentioned over there. Still just uh, figured it's so out. And the following are the numbers of the Levim to their families. Le Gershin Mishpachas to Gershin the Gershuni family, Le Kahos to Kohos the Kohosi family, and the Merori, to Merori So Gershin, Kahos, and Merori were the three sons of Levi, and these are these are the families, the way that split off from Gershin, Kohos, and Merori. Rashi's already previously explained when he counted the Bnei Yisrael that he puts the calls them Hakahosi and Hamerori Hager Shuni Hakahosi Hamerori because the Hay in the Yud is to testify Shifte Yudke that they are really the children of their fathers. The uh, Rashi explained earlier uh, what was the purpose of the counting before. So in Pasik Aleph, um, uh, on Parik Chavav, it says, So it says that, So after they killed, uh, to know those that are left over. So apparently, that, that would apply to the B'nai Levi too, because those who uh, died in the 24,000 that died in the magefa must have included some Levi also, even though. Um, or could have included some of them or maybe as part of the Bnei Yisrael even if it didn't affect them specifically um, Rashi seemed to imply before that the 24,000 that the Pesach mentions in the end of uh, Parshas Baloch, that there were uh, 24,000 the Magefa, that most of them were from the tribe of Shimon, and that's why their numbers changed so dramatically from the way they were counted in the beginning in by uh, Midbar in 40 years earlier, and the way they were counted in Um So, they were the majority, but... Uh Still, uh, we also have uh, those the other ones uh, um, that died there wasn 't my gay for they were put to death by uh, Moshe and and by all the judges over there. I mean that number was also astounding by the way um, that number was astounding, according to Rashi Rashi says seven times ten thousand. Judges and more are 8,000, almost 8,000, 8 times 10,000. So that's 80,000. I mean, you think about it, if you're talking about 600,000 and each one of these 70,000 and almost 80,000 judges killed two, so that would be like about 160,000, 150,000 people that besides the Magaifa, including the twenty-five of this mageifa, so uh, that'd be like 200,000 people from the 600,000. That's uh, quite a number. But uh, the other thing Rashi says over there, they were counted um, because uh, they were given up by Minyan. That would apply to them too. Uh, That would also uh, make sense it would seem, both of these reasons, they should be counted by the age they were counted in Parsha's Bamidbar, which they were counted in ben Choydash. So here too, we're going to see they're counted in Um um as we'll see further in the Pasuk. Pasuk Nunches, Eile Mishpechois Levi, these are the families of Levi. So now we're going to go down to the children of Gershon, Kehos, and Mirori, their families, Because they also created, there was also families of of, of them. Uh, We found before, Rashi pointed out, you know, sometimes we find the, when we counted the Bnei Yisrael that the families were just the children of the Bnei Yaakov, their children. Those were the families. Sometimes we find the grandchildren also families. And Rashi says sometimes when there was, Rashi wrote down that sometimes when the families were large families, so then some of them went after their own family and then the rest went after the, the grandfather or the so that's why we have the difference but here he mentions by the levi he mentions limmid mishpachas alibni mishpachas habruini mishpachas mahli mishpachas abushi mishpachas alkarchi And he adds alqas hayli as amanu cause give birth to and and the Posse is going to go on a minute to, to digress for a minute and explain about Amram and, 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 and specifically the few children, the Nodav of and and and, 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 the and Amram, as we'll see in a minute. But basically, the families of the Levis that the Posse counts here is Livni, Hebroni uh, and Machli and the Mushi. Now, when the Torah said the count of Levim and by midbar in Perik, uh, Gimel, uh, Possek, in Zion, uh, so over there the Torah brings down the names of uh, Elish Mois Bnei Gershim. so over there we have Gershin has Livni Vishimi. and in our parsha, uh of Gershim's kid only is Mishpachas HaLivni only Livni is mentioned but there is no Shimi here then in Pasuk Utes over there the Pasuk talks about the Bnei Kahos, and it gives you four sons Amram, Yitzhor, Hevren and Uziel so although there is no Mishpachas HaKohosi um but there is, um, I mean, there is mishpachas kahos. I mean, there is no mishpachas Amromi. But the Pasik in the end of Nunches over here and later on, we talk about the amram doesn't talk about doesn't say mishpachas amrami. But there is a mention of amram and the, his family uh, and Moshe and Aren, Those were the actually amram family. But the um, other one from the family of kahos from the Yitzhori family. That Amram was the oldest son, of course. Amram, Yitzhar, Chevron, So it was Amram. So Amram's family we mentioned, we talk about them in the pasuk. But then Yitzhar's family, uh, we have only the Meshpachas Hakorchi, who was uh, a son of Yitzhar. Shmois perivav pasuk chaf The Torah says, Yitzhar vanefek So from the Yitzhar, we don't have the Ferish Yitzhar family over here, but from the sorry family itself, we only have Koyrach, Mishpach family, but we don't have the uh, Nefek, uh, the Zichri family. Um, so if we try to go in order of the Pasuk, the Pasuk of the three sons of Levi, so besides the Pasuk Nun Zion, where it talks about the three sons, Gershuni, and Mishkosi, and Mirori, then it divides further into uh, this one son of Gershon, which is the Mishpachas Halimni, and we don't have Mishpachas Hashimi, then the pasuk jumps over uh, 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 Gershuni, uh, and it just and it goes over to to the family of Kohos. In the family of Kohos, we have the Mishpachas Hachaverini, because it was Amram Yitzchak Chevron Uzil. It doesn't talk about Amram, but it goes right away to and that's a family of Kohos. That's a family of Kohos. The second son uh, of Levi. It doesn't mention in order before Chaverini. you should have mentioned Hakorchi, because that's also uh, uh, Yitzhar was an older son to the Mishpachas uh, to uh, to Kohos, because Kohos had Amram, Yitzhar, Chaverin. And Uziel, was Yitzhar's son, but Kebreni was an earlier generation because Kebreni was directly a son of Kahas. And Khairach wasn't uh, a son of Kahas, but so Khairach was a son of Yitzhar, which was Kebreni's uh, brother. And therefore he comes afterwards. That, that would be in order. Then it goes back to Merari's sons. Uh, which were ma- mishpachas Machli and mishpachas Mushi the, the order in the pasuk is, is fits exactly with the order of the children. So first, the pasuk tells you the sons of the ger. Geshu- the pasuk says the sons of Kohos. So Kohos mishpachas Libni. Mishpachas Hashima is not mentioned. Okay, that's Kohos' son. Then we say I uh, mean uh, that's Gershuni's son. Gershuni's son is Livni Hashimi is not mentioned then we have Kohasa's son which is one of them which is Mishpachas HaKabreni and he doesn't talk about Amram Yitzra Yitzhar and Uziel. then he talks about uh, Merori's sons which is Machli and Mishpachas Amushi. then he goes one generation lower further and he talks about Mishpachas HaKorchi and the Karchi is already the next generation. So that's from the Kahas family. But he's not mentioned in before, the Mishpachas Yitzhari, There's no Yitzhari family mentioned in the Pasik. But he was a son of the Yitzhari, which was the Mishpachas HaKarchi. Um, now, the uh, when I'm trying to think of Rashi mentioned, how did the Rashi says, even the B'nai Koirech Mesu that Mokim Nisbatzer Le'hem began, Rashi says before, but um, how do we find later on, uh, and Rashi also said that Koirech saw that there's lots of men who such great families going to come from him, um, and how did they, um, and, but it says in the postage that everybody was swallowed in the ground, to, um Remember again what happened to all the? How did the Korachi family uh, survive uh, for later on? Uh, the mishpachas Korachi, and then the we know uh, from uh, many places. Um, it says They were all swallowed, and 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 including the children. Uh, so Rashi says, "Eile oh, Over here, it's lacking, missing mishpachas Hashimi. That's from the uh, B'nai uh, Gershin It only mentions Mishpachas Alivni, it doesn't mention Mishpachas Hashimi, it doesn't mention it. Now, Mishpachas uh, Uzi Eli, Dr. Uzi Eli, Uzi Eli was uh, from Kohasa's descendants. So uh, he had Amram Yitzor Chevron Uziel. So Uziel isn't mentioned at all. Uh, Amram is mentioned by the pasuk saying this Amram." So we talk about we do talk about Amram and Moshe and Are, So we do have mishpachas hakahosi l'cheri, even though it doesn't say mishpachas hakahosi. Even though there is also not mishpachas uh, hayitzhari, but um, we do have mishpachas akorhi. So that's where Rosh says is well, Uzeeli, Uzeeli is missing altogether because we don't have no Uziel, we don't have any descendants from Uziel, not mentioned up here at all. And then, uh, further also he says, Uqtas min because Yitzhar Yitzhar had three sons, Kairach, Nafeg, and And only Mishpachas ha represents the family of Yitzhar. There's no Mishpachas ha but there is Mishpachas HaKorchi and that's why Ktsas min HaYitzhori is some of the yitzhar family because it's only represented by the Korchi. Rashi before in Perik Chavov Gimel, Rashi brought uh, down that Umi uh, Bnei Levi Naflo Arba Mishpachas Four families fell and Rashi brings down Mishpachas uh, Shimi that's not counted over here we just said and also, the Uzi Eili, the Uzi Ali family. And within the family, it says, from the Yitzar family, um, only the family of Koyrach was counted. That seems like the nefik and Zichri family, something happened to them too. But that would only constitute three, uh, because if we're talking about the descendants, Levi's descendants, so these are all children of Levi's descendants. So, uh, Gershon uh, was lacking uh, Shimi and uh, Kohos was lacking Uzieli uh, and Yitzari some of them anyways because there was only Kairach so that's considered uh, uh lacking but it's Kohos' children, Yitzar that's what Rashi says I don't know what the fourth one is because those are the uh, families. Because it brings down over there. There were four families. So this is uh, three families. What uh, what we're bringing over here, uh, partial families, anyways. Um, but Rashi, that's what Rashi brings down there. That they they had a fight. They were fun and they died. Uh, but here Rashi doesn't say that they died. Rashi just says Because over there Rashi challenges that too. Rashi says that the, on the other hand, by the Bnei Yisrael, they fell from the tribe of Shimon, not, um, and therefore maybe this whole medrash, uh, that whole Rashi, Rashi is challenging, and doesn't answer for the late Levi also that they died over there. So over here Rashi just says Chosar. he doesn't explain why or how. He's just letting you know the fact that it was chaser without giving you an explanation. The pasuk says in mm-hmm. the end of Nunches, Khaos Hayli Des that Khaos gave birth to Amram, and the pasuk is going to continue pasuk Nuntes and the name of Amram's wife was Yehaved Bas Levi. So Amram's wife was Yehaved, the daughter of Levi. Um, so Amram's father, as Rashi has said in the posseg, and Rashi explained earlier and uh, previously a few times that in uh, uh, that uh, Amram's father was uh, Amram's father was Kahas and Kahos had a um, had a sister whose name was Yecheved, that was the Bas Lady, she was the daughter of Lady, and Moshe Rabbeinu ended up marrying his father's sister uh, Yochaved, who was the Bas Lady. Asher Yolda Oysa, she gave birth. She gave birth to her. Who gave birth? That's Lady's wife gave birth. She's the Yolda. She gave birth to Yocheved Oysa, her gave birth to Yocheved Lady to Lady, and this was Bemitzray Mitzray. We we'll see in Rashi that she was born actually already in Mitzrayim. She's counted from the seventy people, but Taylid la Amram, and she gave birth to Amram. Yecheved gave birth to Amram as Arim as Moshe, as Miriam, as Moshe, and Miriam their sister. And again, this is singled out over here in the numbers because of the uniqueness of them. So Rashi, Asher Yoldo iso lelevi mi Mitzrayim. What is the emphasis that she gave birth in Mitzrayim? Le Yoldo Mitzrayim. She was born in Mitzrayim, but vein hayraso be Mitzrayim. her she was not conceived in Mitzrayim. In other words, that they were. Uh, she was pregnant with them. Uh, when she entered inside of the wall of Mitzrayim while they were already in Mitzrayim, that's where she gave birth to her. She completed the number seventy because when you count the numbers of the people who went in there's only 69, she made up this 70 because she was actually born in Mitzrayim but since she was pregnant she was counted as one of the 70 before Rashi brought down from Ramesha Adarshan Rashi tried to explain in Perich of Zayin that their mother went down when they were pregnant with them uh, those uh, wives of the tribes who went down and the mothers were pregnant were considered for separate families but then the problem would be why would they not count then also for more than the 70 just like by Levi we're counting the pregnancy we're counting them uh, Yocheved as the 70th person then there was more than 70 people then we should count all the other children too Unless we're gonna make a distinguished, how soon in its time they were born, how much pregnancy they were with them. Uh, but that would be something else to need to figure out. How would that how would that work?
1: Rash embraces
0: parigma vov posik tasvov. There the posik says it was shlish and and rash says we prototy allamed base, and the zuy heavy, she know the bay nachem as being a over there the lotion is also She was born by the Bain uh, Does this mean inside the meaning inside of Mitzrayim? But it doesn't mean literally between the Khaimah, in other words, as soon as they enter by the Khaimah, she was born over there by the wall. Of it. it means inside of Mitzrayim. Or does it mean, know uh, the Bein hachemis that she was, Bein hachemis? what does Bein mean? Here it is, L'toich HaKoyimus, inside of the Choyimus. There is Bein in between the, the, the Choyimus. It almost seems like, that's why there, she's counted, because that's what makes sense, because she's going into Mitzrayim, because she actually was born, right there at the gate of Mitzrayim. Rashi, on the uh, Sechta Saita, when the Gemara says there, over there, Rashi writes over there, uh, That means as they were entering the city, that means very close by. So that, that would not be a problem from the previous Rashi of Cheser and because they could have been just pregnant, but they weren't born right away. So that would not justify to count them as 70 when they're coming to Mitzrayim, or to add to the number, even if they were pregnant over there. Pasik <speaking> Samach, In into who was born, as Nod of as a loser of his summer, Nod of Aviyu, summer. By Yomos, Nod of Aviyu, and Nod of Aviyu died, when they brought the strange fire before Hashem. Now Shmoyis Perikva Pesuk of Gimel over there the Pesuk says Vayikach Hanes to Leshava of Lo He married Elisheva, Shava the daughter of Aminodov the sister of Nakshin. We know Nachshon Ben Aminodov and that was his sister It says Vateled Lo Yes Aviu Es Alozov Es Isomer So she gave the four sons that are mentioned here But in the psukim, uh we find that Nodov and Aviu took a role of distinction. When Hashem says by uh, Harsina, it says Apparently, at that point, the laws the summer weren't yet uh, uh, at that point at that level. Also, over in within Pasuk Chabadal, uh, it says as Hashem has instructed them. Then in Beiikra, Pesuk Yud, Pasuk we read No Ish BeEm Eish this is the Aj Zora, the strange fires that the Posik says over here. Now it's interesting, whenever we mention the uh, children of Aaron, like in Bamidbar Perigimu when we started to when the Posik says they'll tell this Aran Mosha, so Vadhir said when it says V Eilish Maizbina Arin abhger nodovavi o somor, uh right away in the Posik it says again, uh, following that. It says, "Pozik dalavay yomos nado vavio lifnei Hashem ba'kriva eishzor lifnei Hashem ba'mid bar Sinai uvanim lo hayu lahem." And then it says, "Vaykana lozer v'yisomer upnei arnaviim." So there was no more nado uh, Um It's interesting over there. The pasuk starts with "Abuchoyr nado and uh uses the word "buchoyr" to identify nado. But over there, it's clear why the pasuk had to tell us the story again that they died because it was telling you about the kahuna that took place, uh, why Elozaviyah son became Kahanim but why was it important for the Torah again to tell us over here that they died because we're talking about families and the Pasuk doesn't say that they didn't have the children of theirs, more specifically, they didn't have any children it almost sounds in that Pasuk over there, had they had children then they would become the Kahanim maybe not just Elozaviyah summer and Pinchas B'Klal didn't become a Koyan during the lifetime of Arun uh... Uh, because Aaron died first, and then the story happened with Pinchas in, and where he became a kohen. Because at the time that Elazar and uh, and uh, and his summer became the Kohanim, uh, Pinchas was already alive, and and the the taka did not become a kohen during that time. Uh, so he wasn't a kohen in the time of Aaron, of, of and that's why he's not mentioned over there. So what was the number of all the family of Levi? Shloishav Asrim Alef. Uh 23,0. Kol Zohar, these are all males, Mi ben Chidish Vamailo, from one month and up. Kiloi Hospogdu Biserbina Yisrael. They were not counted amongst the Bina Yisrael. Uh Kiloy Nitilem Nachla Biserh binai Yisrael. For they were not given a portion amongst the Bnei Yisrael. The other numbers were important for the portion to a portion of the land of Eretz Yisrael, but they weren't counted with them. So Ktav Rashi, he spoke to Bnei Yisrael, they weren't counted together with the Bnei Yisrael to be of twenty years and up. Uma times was the reason. Those who count twenty years were Bnei Yisrael so it wasn't important for them not to be counted by um uh, by 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 20 years what is the real reason why would they counted bin khaydish so that Rashi had said before Rashi says in my midbar paya gibo posiktas v bin khaydish mailo uh mishiyat meklan follow men kran likra shamish merzakoidir amra bihudda binshallah mudu isha shavet li yestemir min so we see that we count them from a very young age. This also tells us, what I was asking before, that he was actually born right then and there, not just that she was pregnant with him and then she was born much later, but it was happening immediately because he's being counted, not because he's uh, conceived, not because he's uber, in he's counted because he was born and he's already counted as soon as he was born, right then and there. But that's why they were counted, but I mentioned also before that the posse gave the reason why they were counted altogether over here in this place, is that when they were counted, by minyan, he has to give them. They were given to Moshe minyan and when Moshe Rabin is leaving, he has to give back the minyan. So it only makes sense to give back in the same number as they counted before when they were counted over there. And as well as the same thing is when the Zev went into. Uh, it's based on the previous number that, that they, some of them died. So we should also know by the same number of before to know how much was left over. In Bamidbar, uh Peregible Posik Lamatez, the Pasik says Kopkuda Levima Shepokad Meshvana Pia Shellishum Khakar Ben Khidish Vama Shnayim Vesrim Olaf that they were twenty two thousand. That means that there was a difference that there was another thousand Levim that were born um Mi Ben Khidesh um um during uh, from the twenty three thousand that they were uh, forty years ago. Now, the Bnei Levi, um, outside of the incident of Koyrach, over there, the Pasuk, uh, there was the Magaifa. over there, there were a lot of uh, Bnei Ruben over there, because they participated with Levi. It, wasn't, it was Koyrach over there, but it wasn't uh, necessarily Bnei Levi. Oh, I don't remember what if Rashi commented on that. By the Shluch HaMaraglim, there was no representation of the tribe of Levi. Um, uh, presumably, because the Levi did not have a Nachla Yisrael, so they did not have to send a spy uh, for their uh, for their for their tribe. Uh, given that uh, uh, they, uh they probably were not included in the Gzeira either. Um, I'm sure. Farshim the Gomara or whatever, I just don't know it offhand now to look this up. They, they probably weren't, weren't punished. I'm just wondering. So they didn't lose any people um, during the whole time uh, or anything significant in any, in any event, um, but they went from 22,000 uh, to 23,000. Uh, from 23,000, yeah, we get from 22,000 to 23,000. It's also amazing how the numbers are not, you know, as a thousand, not uh, exactly. Uh, We do find, uh, you know, uh, maybe it doesn't say like singular numbers, but before in the counting, we find uh, 53, 400, uh, uh, we find 45, 650, even the number 50. We don't find less than 50. So, uh, but here is not even fifty. So it's uh, exactly twenty-three thousand, exactly twenty-two thousand. I mean, maybe the numbers are not counted individually, but it's also amazing how it's just exactly by the thousand. These are the countings that Moshe and Lozer the Koyan counted. they counted the bnei Yisrael at the plains of al Yardin by the uh, Jordan, which is uh, by by Rechay. Ish Me'Pkudei and amongst these there was no person from those who were counted by Moshe. V'Aden Akoyin Ha'Ashe Pkudes Sinai that they counted the Bnei Yisroel Midbar Sinai, as we mentioned before in the beginning of Ba Midbar, Dr. Rashi Ish. Dr. Rashi Av La'Anoshim Le'Nigzro Gzeiras but for the women there was not decreed the exered, because they uh, had the land there, uh, so they were not included. Uh Hanoshim Imrim, we see this by the men saying, Bamidbri Daladal Nitno Rosh Banashuba Mitzraim, let's p go ahead and go back to Mitzraim, Vanoshim Imris, Babidbor Khazain Daal, we're gonna let Nulona Khusi give us an inheritance. Therefore, it was, uh, the portion of Bnei is uh, brought close to this portion here. So when it says, does that include the Levim? We were was, just, was just talking about this. Does it mean also the Levim? Or he's only talking about... Uh, um, And, uh, evidently in this case still Moshe Rabbeinu was still alive and he was counting over there he says the Israel baruch israel but doesn't know whether it includes the levim. here the word Bnei israel or just means the Bnei israel uh, because hashem said to them Moshe they will die by midbar nobody was left to them but call the bennifun of Yeshua bin Nun and Yeshua the son of Nun because they were the only exceptions Um, what about Pinchas? Um, Pinchas um, was already uh, born uh, must have been uh, could have been uh, not counted yet at that time but we learn about Pinchas uh, Pinchas was one of the spies who went uh, Pinchas and Kalev uh, together to spy, By Yeshua over there Chapter 27 Verse 1 So the daughters of Tzlovchoth came close um, They came close They came close to Moshe uh, As we'll see That the question uh, that they had Um uh, as, as the next post says, "Vatamayi They came close, "Vatamayi no lufnei So, who was this slavchot? The Doras slavchot, Ben Chayfer, who was the son of Chayis Ben Gilod, the son of Gilod, Ben Morhi, was the son of Morhi, Ben Benasher, the son of Benasher. Le Mishpachos Benasher Ben Asher. <coughs> to the families of Nasher, the son of Yosef. Ve'elosh Mois Ben and the following are the name of his daughters: Machla, Noya, Ve'Sogla. Umilko Machlo, Noyes, <laughs> Soglo, Milko, and In Perik Gimel, as the Torah was enumerating the different families, the Torah mentions over there about Slovkhod ben Khaifer in the descendants of, uh, of Menashe. So he brings down that first the words of Machir, and then he gave Gilad, gave birth to Gilad, and then he says the families of, of Gilad. And uh, there was Kheifer, mm-hmm. was the Mishpachas mm-hmm. HaKhefri. And then the Pasek already says there, <laughs> It looks like that that was already an introduction to what's coming forward later on in the Paseh. And it's a little bit, it seems redundant, the Torah is saying, The <laughs> Torah mentions over there specifically by the name, and over here by the names. But well, anyways, the Rashi says le mishpacha is ben ben Yosef to the family of Nashim ben Yosef. So it says re gil ben machi ben Nashim. Why does We have to say to the family of Nashim ben Yosef, but like nema ben Nashim. It says re ben Nashim. So um and also to um maybe to add to this is um uh, we we just learned it in the few seconds ago. Uh the whole lineage uh, we learned about uh, the the benai before they were but loch. but to tell you uh yusuf khib wa held the land that is called dir shinamar as it says in braish nun khufay wa alisa masat musa'i should bring up my bones uh we going there and also his daughters uh, they had the land that is called dir shinamar because as they say at nu lano akhuza so they were asking for an akhuza But it's interesting, Rashi just previously uh, brought the same Pasek, and it says that uh, that seemed to go on uh, as uniqueness for all women. Rashi says there, it says, and the Pasik says, the Rashi says, because the Anoshim says, Let's go back to Mitzrayim, and the Anoshim, they say, give us an inheritance, they want the land. That seems a, qual- a quality of all the Anoshim. But here, we're saying the Mishpach Yosef, that they specifically, it was a quality, not as far as Anoshim, but it was Ben Yosef. Just to point out that it seems, here it's giving the credit as Bne Yosef and also to teach you further um, that all of them all the daughters uh, were all righteous for all those who their actions and the actions of their fathers are not uh, not not revealed they're they're hidden doesn't say about them and then at one point by one person, the Torah uh, details specifies the to praise him for uh, praise. ben Then we say uh, that this is a tzadik, the son of a tzadik, because he praised them all. The and if he brings a a lineage for shame, going as melachim beis. Perik of Hey, Pesach of It says, "Ba Yisshmael ben Nesanya ben Eli Shama, Yisshmael ben Nesanya ben Shama." But Yehuda called Moshe and he would Then we know that all those dimensions were wicked. So, since we're saying Le Mishpaches Ben Ashe Ben Yosef, and Ben Ben Yosef, we know was a atzadik. So, therefore, we know that also all the and Ben Yosef and Asher and Ben all of them were the were, were how do we see that the Ramacham uh, HaVas HaOretz the fact that they were asking for a uh, a piece of land the fact that Rashi says before that others said we go back to Mitzrayim they say we were going to Tzisro shows that they believe they're going to Tzisro but the fact that they specifically wanted a portion in the land, and they were asking, when there's no brothers, I mean, that was seems like also was a selfish reason that would be uh, for that, because they wanted to have a peace in the land of Eretz How is the fact that they say to no Lono Achuzo a proof that they held the land dear? Um, how do we see that it is not for... Motivations to have their own property versus uh, the idea that they loved the Eretz They wanted a property, a piece of Eretz This Yishmoel ben Nisanya ben Elishoma that Rashi quotes over here, uh, he's the one that killed uh, uh, Gidal Yohu and Yehudi Mesakash di Mesharoyu Itoi. It looks like Rashi, I mean, do we know that Nisanya and Lishama are Rishoyim, or Rashi is telling us that? When we say Yishmol uh, ben Nisanya ben Lishama. So Yishmol is one that killed. That was mentioned for uh, the, the derogatory. So we're trying to say something bad about him. So that tells us, but we don't have evidence. I mean, to find uh, just. Uh, um, like we find before, for example, Rashi says, "By Koydach, Ben Koydach, Ben Yitzar Ben kos Ben Levi," and he says it shouldn't be mentioned. So that doesn't mean, but Levi was a tzaddik. Uh, sometimes uh, it's mentioned, even though it's mentioned, "Lignai uh, Lignai," for he's giving Linish something bad. That would not mean necessarily. It seems that every time that you be Lignai, gotta look into this further. Let's go by to Machlo Noya. So, Ulahalun Aimer, b later on in the Midlam of Val Aleph, it says Batiyana Machla Tirza. Afterwards the Pasik says Vahla Umalka Vinoya. So the order there is different than the order over here. Uh actually here and in the previous Pasik in the in the beginning of Pinchas when we mentioned them. Also is mentioned the same as over here, as I mentioned before. But over there, it changes the order. It goes to Machla, and then it jumps over from Machla straight to tirza, who's mentioned less than our Pasek. And then is the rest of them mentioned also. So it's not of order. So, This teaches us that they're all equal one to the other. Equal meaning equal in uh, level, in Sidqus, in righteousness. And that's why he changed their order. Uh, so, uh, it doesn't explain why um, the uh, first time or uh, Rashi doesn't mention the first time about it but the first time apparently is the way they were born so that's not a question but here we mention them again the way they were born and why do we change it over there later on with the end of the notion so there's a Rashi Sikha from the Rebbe on this let look it up passing base va tamoidno lifnei moishay limne lozer hakayin passing base va tamoidno lifnei moishay and they stood in front of moishay the lifnei lozer hakayin and in front of lozer the kayin uh again we see that after aaron's death uh, lozer takes his place lifnei on and in front of the leaders uh Presumably, the Roshay uh, Matis, the Nisim uh, of each of the tribes. And being that, Loy Nesim and Ishdis must have been new Nisim, none of the Nisim that we had before that were mentioned in the beginning of Midbar. were All new Nisim. The uh, Chol and the entire community, Pesach uh, Oyal Mayid Lamer, in front of the Oyal saying, What were they all doing in front of the Oyal Mayid? What was the Chol Sometimes Rashi said Kaleida refers to the Nisim, but here it says Nisim, separately, Eida, they were all at the Pesachah Yilmayyut. Rashi at uh, one point said before Kaleida means that it was, uh, not sure, Lashon, Kaleida, not Lashon, that it was Makhzik Kulam over there. Take a look, uh, they were all by Pesachah But Why was everybody with Pesachah Moed? But anyways, uh, they came, the Ebnei Setslavchot came to Moshe and to Lozer. the Rosal. And we'll see Rashi is going to explain how this worked. The fact that it says, this tells us they did not stand before them only on the 40th year after Aaron died. Um... Um, because perhaps they could have had the question years ago, uh, what's going to happen with them with the land of Ertisrod? And they didn't ask that. So that's why maybe this parsha could have been interpreted out of place. But this tells us it was before that it was already after Aaron's death. But uh, it also makes sense that once they were commanded, Lazar uh, uh, was commanded to count and Holocaust said, so uh, it makes sense that that's the point when they're coming to um, to complain about why they won't need a place they want to part in Israel too. Also, when Rashi says Nismacha Parshazu, it also makes sense when Nismacha Parshazu because um, they were Mechabe Vesar, not just because they were Mechabe Vesar. It's Rashi says Lekach Nismacha Parshazu Nislavchot Lekach Nislofchad belongs here because it says uh, because nobody got a part but maybe maybe it would make more sense before counting the Levim who didn't get a part you should have counted them right uh, after before you should have counted then talked about the Munei and the reason why the Pasuk uh, pushed it off is because after the whole counting the Pasik says uh, I'm not sure again if that, that goes uh, on the Bnei Levi too. If it goes on the Bnei Levi, that's why I understood why Pasik Samachdalim comes after the count of Bnei Levi. But maybe Pasik Samachdalim also should have come after the count of the Bnei Yisrael, and then there would be you know, or in place the Bnei Stochod instead of waiting after the count of Bnei Levi. If the Bnei Levi is the Problem and why Rashi needs to say lekachnis puchaparshes mislofchad lekan. We see clearly this is what it happens. Rashi is saying here that it was after Aaron died, so it belongs here. So, you no, know, go weiter. Lifnei Moishev, but I'm waiting for So, it's not that it's together. Lifnei Moishev first, but lifnei Loza Rakhayim, b'achas lifnei Loza, and after to Loza, and then the Anesim. Rashi, actually, liyoda, loser, yidea, is it possible that Moshe didn't know Lazor knew? So, if they went to Moshe, they didn't get an answer, so that they had to go for a Lazor. How is it possible Lazor should know what Moshe didn't know? And then the Nisim should know if Lazor didn't know. Then also, what well, it wouldn't make sense. What does it mean, to Cholah Uh They didn't go ask Cholah uh, Eidah So, uh, so it's a. Uh, Besides the point, it would make it difficult unless we be asked Moshe. Then they went to lazar then they went to the Nesiim, and the whole Aida was there. That's not asking. But Allah said a The shape, we have to switch around the pasuk and and dash it uh, as if it was written uh, before lazar and then before Moshe. Well, Apparently the Rashi's also question is not from the Nisim. Rashi mentioned if Ne from Rashi doesn't add, and the either, because Rashi doesn't have to add it because it's understood, or that's not Rashi knows that that's not the seder that they didn't come to the Nasim, That is just in front of them in their presence or something. Uh, but Rashi's already taught us before. I'm not. I mean, later in Pashas Matis Rashi would say that cholak covered the naseem that he would teach the naseem separately uh, before he teach the cholah edom. Uh, so the order would actually go after Aaron so first, when Aaron was alive uh, Moshe would say to Aaron first and then from Aaron, then he would say to the uh, to the Naseem and then uh, and then but here, instead of Aaron, he said it first so that would make uh, that makes sense too uh, so um, so then the, the problem would be the and also in other words, that's what. If heard from Aisha and the Nasim heard from Aisha. So maybe that's included the question. But you have to switch around the Pasik again. So I'm not sure whether you have to say, like, or he only means. This is the words of Rabbi Let's look at the source. They were sitting in the base madrash. Uh, it says in the Posik Pesach Ha'il Mayer, layman. And he says he was sitting in base madrash. Maybe base madrash was by Pesach Ha'il There was the uh, base madrash. Who was in the base madrash over there? It was uh, Moshe al and the Nasim. But Amdul Kulam, and he stood in front of all of them. So the word Kulam is also mashma, not just Moshe al but Kulam meaning also Ifne An-Naseem. Pasik what did they say? Our father died in the desert He wasn't amongst the group that uh, gathered on Hashem But as in the grouping of Kairach uh, He died for his own sin And he had no uh, sons so why are they saying him The few show you because they're coming to say first that he died for his own sin. This kookul lemer needed to say loy not in the sin of the complainers, and also ba'das not in the koydach community that incited against the Baruchoh. baruch. levad but he died in his own sin. and he didn't get other people to sin with him. Uh, So he wasn't amongst those who incited Uh, He wasn't also not in the group Even if he was incited Rashi said He didn't get others to sin with him What about those people that were just incited And they didn't incite So they were also not getting other people to sin But they were incited But apparently Hitsu They were all inciting Inciting each other so from Rashi, it looks like we did two things. He wasn't, first of all, in those who were complaining about Hashem. And another thing is, He was the Mekoshish that we learned before. There was a Mekoshish Eitzim So he died because of that. But Rav says, that he was from those who ascended uh, the mountain uh, after Moshe Rabbeinu said to them not to go up. Uh, when after the chet of the Maraglin, they they wanted to go up, so he says that a lot of them died. So he 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 was from well, those who died. He was from the Ma'apilim for those who tried to go up. It says that Maliki came out and he, he smit them. But why why was it important at all for Kedach to say? that he wasn't a part of the sin, or he wasn't... Uh, Rashi says, because he's trying to say he died in his own sin. Um, okay, let's say he didn't die in his own sin. Um, uh, first of all, all the people that died um, from the managlim. um they, um, they died, I mean, their children inherited the land. The, all the of Mitzrayim died, and they all inherited the land. There's no reason for them not to inherit the land. Adas Kodach uh, further, we learned in the passing before, what happened to them. Some of them uh, were swallowed in the ground. Uh, the Masayim HaMishimish, and then there was a Magaifim. So, we don't have to, they, they, they would have died. Again, they mislearned him. The chayyim, the that Rashi means here is the referring to by the meraglim in Lamed Vav, It says Yalinu uh in amidbar olav as kol So that's the misleiningim. So what was the punishment for the misleiningim? The punishment was that they stayed in the desert. So, but it didn't take away from their kids. So why is it important to tell us? Hey, even the war by Kedar, why would that take away from their portion? And the Kedar, we know already those who died. If they were for the misleitenim, everybody else was the misleitenim. So why why is that important? Why would they lose out because of that? There was another misleitenim that took place after uh, the people of Kedar died, um, and after the uh, the Masayim Chamishim Ish. The Post says in pasuk Vav Parik and Zion. And over there, um, again, he tells them to take the matis and to show. And uh, there was a magifa, um of uh, 17,700 people that died over there, besides the people of the says, over there. Um, so those misleininim died, but that's not, doesn't look like this Rashi, the misleinim. Rashi was referring to the misleinim. Uh, or maybe yes, because Rashi doesn't in the Posik it says <speaking in Hebrew> So there was <speaking in Hebrew> it seems like it was, maybe it was one story, not the separate story of the Miradu. Uh, Rashi says <speaking in> Baruch. <Hebrew> um Rashi already before used the lotion Hitzu Alakodish Barhu, Hitsu Al Earlier in the Parshan, Posik tests um uh, and Peret Chavav, it says, "What does Doson va'Aviram who Doson va'Aviram Asher hitzu al Moishe ve'al and ba'atzoesam al Hashem." So you have the Loshan over there Asher hitzu and ba'atzoesam al Hashem, and uh, that seems almost fitting with the Loshan here, she hitzu al Kodesh Baruch But uh, the Chet of the Misloinim is not sure. I thought it meant the Maraga they meant the, by the Chet of the Meraglim. There was also another mislead in him that right away is we find Losh even by Laduru like, the Keraf of Mitzrayim, by Mora didn't have water, it says Vayalinu But it looks like that maybe if, what well, they were trying to defend him, if he was guilty of one of those things, maybe he deserved to forfeit his, uh, his, his land to his children. Um, even though those who have boys didn't forfeit it, but because they're girls, and maybe it's not the same level, so therefore they should forfeit it. But they're trying to say he was not there, part of that, so therefore they shouldn't forfeit their, 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 their part. Posig Dalit, Lomo Shame <inaudible> Why should our father's name uh, be uh, eliminated from his family? He has no son. Give us an inheritance amongst our father's brothers. Heifer being the son of Gilod. And Gilod had a son, Ezer, and Chelek, Asriel, and Shem and Shmido and Heifer. So they wanted a part together with the brothers of their father. Now each one of those uh, brothers, of uh, Khafer's brothers, uh, they would, their children, you know, whoever was from the boy of got a portion, uh, if they were 20 years and up, they got a portion, and then it was shut up back to, as we learned before, to the Yetz Mitzrayim, and then they redivided it. Uh, so I guess they were asking for a portion in the land. And then their portion would also go up. The already discusses this baruches in Sanhedrin, but uh, in Pashat, from what we learned, that their portion should go back up to the Yoytzim Mitzrayim, uh, whether it was uh, Gilad or it was uh, Machir uh, Yoytzim Mitzrayim, and then um, and then they would come down again. Uh, to their father's portion, uh and then the father's portion instead of being distributed to the sons that he doesn't have, is distributed to them. So Lama on we are standing in the place of a son. If the children are not considered a seed, this yabim liyabam. So let our mother uh, marry uh, her brother-in-law. So what, did, what what would that help? Um, so let her marry her brother-in-law. So if they if their mother would marry her brother-in-law, which would be one of Khaifer's... Uh, uh, one of Khafer's brothers, that mentioned before, uh, one of those five other brothers, that uh, mentioned before. Um, so how would that how would that help them? Because uh, I guess then the mother would be able to take care of them, um, and they would take part uh, in the. Uh, part of the, the brother because the brothers part uh, would at least go to them. Not I'm not sure that they would does it mean that they were going to increase. So let's say there was five brothers left, six there six brothers with Khafer. With, with then we uh, they wouldn't get a part, uh, so we would go back to the grandfather and Yates and Mitzraib then we divide it. So the five brothers would get it divided but there would be no portion for Khafer over there. Um what would they? Uh, do? Anyways, they are saying he doesn't have a son if he had a son then they would demand anything uh, because you know the son inherits so what happens uh, with the girls so whoever they marry or the uh, fathers or the father's family takes care of them for their duration that they were intelligent women why? because they knew that if there's a son then he gets uh, um, what is that such a uh, um, everybody who had sons inherited, the girls did not inherit uh he said, Loma shame of matech mishpachte." Meaning, he's not going to get any anything. Um, we know that the yibum is shame laachiv. So there was uh, besides the, uh, the the portion that they would get, um, they wanted to uh, stand up the name um, because people say that this is the. Uh, wife of the other one. That's how it even works. That's Hakim Shem Uh Like we find also by Rus over there uh, in the uh, that it was uh, that they will constantly say the wife of uh, of the deceased who is in the property. So when they're asking Loma Yigora Sheim Ovinu why should it be eliminated? It's not only that they want the portion of the land but um, that's why Rashi says before Tizyabmi, mainly Yobom, then their father's name will uh, will still continue being as a Yobom. Um, either through giving them an Achuzah, and then their mother will be in that way remembered, or else she be miyabim Now the question is, why would she take not be a Rashi in Kiseitze, and and of Hey Posik Hey, Rashi says that Uvein uh by the din of Yobam, Rashi says, Ayin Olav. You have to look, Bein Oibas, either a son or a daughter. Oibas, oy Ben, Oibasa Ben, Oiben Abbas, Oibas In all cases, uh, there is no Yibum. So once there is somebody left, there is no Yibum. So in this case, there would be no din of Yibum over here. So what was the argument when they were saying Tis yabem or else they want a portion because if it's a yibum they get a portion. That's the, we to look this in further. So Moshe brought their case before Hashem. So the halacha was hidden from him. And here he was paid back. Also, because he took for himself the crown, saying, "In dvorim ala posik zayin ba'dovar sheyishk shlemikhem takrivu nelay." The difficult things you bring to me, as if you can answer it. So now he paid the price that he this alma halacha. Rashi brought down in ba midbar perik chafe posik vav with regards to the end of parsha's mo'ir a balak that says behem aboychim so k'lashni salm men of kol abeir l'ramis koneh uh, Go. So we find other times in the Over there, here Rashi says, Because not La Torah uh, Over there, Rashi says, um, Another reason for the This, this Parsha was fit to be written through Moshe like the rest of the Torah, not having to be asked, leiman, as the rest of the Torah. But they merited the al yodom that was written through them. Uh, it almost seems that maybe Hashem was going to tell them the Allah, but they are the ones that brought forth, and therefore, as we're going to learn in the next portion, that uh, Moshe Rabbeinu responds to them uh, for their question that they that they asked uh, with the Allah, what Hashem said. But this was really supposed to happen uh, Moshe Rabbeinu by himself. That's similar to what Rashi says before in Parshas Pinchas, in Parshas yeah, the Parshas. Baloch that they uh, forgot the Allah and Moshe was in orders that Pinchas would come ahead go ahead and take the reward for it.